We're talking running, and you're listening to the Running Around Charlotte podcast, presented by the Novant Health Charlotte Marathon, the Queen City's premier road race experience. With one day, five events, and a race day distance for every goal and pace. Find out more at runcharlotte.com. Now, here are your hosts for the Running Around Charlotte podcast, Tim Rhodes and DC Lucchese. We always love talking to our marathon ambassadors, especially about how they got into running. We also love that so many of our ambassadors are not lifelong marathoners, but regular folks who picked up running as adults and found a whole new way to grow from it. Ambassador Emily Richardson is like that. She started running her sophomore year at Michigan State, go Sparties. Yes. Sparty, and has grown with it ever since, even sharing the sport with kids as a girls on the run coach at her school. Welcome to the Running Around Charlotte podcast, Emily. How are you doing today? Thank you. I'm great. I'm happy to be here. All right. Michigan State. <laughs> huh? I didn't know that about you. Yes. Yes. Go green. All about go, that Michigan State life. Go green. All right. Well, I'm a, I'm a Wisconsin Badger. So. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. It, Big 10. Sp- we can appreciate Sparty's Sparty's better than Big Blue every day, though. Thank you for your, you know, I mean, thank you for yeah. acknowledging that. That's we all know that to be true. Yes. Oh, <laughs> uh, anybody but Michigan or Ohio State, the Big Ten. I just uh, that's just, my uh, philosophy as yeah. well. Yes. Yeah. yeah there's all right. So how how did you get into Charlotte? From by the way, I lived a stone's throw from Michigan growing up. Only. Upper Peninsula, Michigan. I lived in Marinette, Wisconsin, which is an hour north of Green Bay. And I could literally probably throw a rock from my backyard across the Menominee River and hit Menominee, Michigan. Nice. Um, So, uh, so amazing. It's beautiful up there. It is. Uh, We just always hoped summer would land on a weekend Mm -hmm. um, so we could enjoy it. nice and chilly up there, but it is, it's great. Um, so how did you end up in Charlotte all the way from, uh, Michigan, what we call the mitten? Yes. The mitten state. Um, well, after college, after Michigan state, you know, I was a teacher I needed a job. And at that time it was super hard to get a teaching job in Michigan. And I was honestly also just kind of over the cold, like you're talking about. I'm I'm not, I'm not a big fan of the cold weather. So I said, let me try to, let me try something different. So I, uh, I applied in Charlotte. I came down, I toured a couple schools and accepted a job here in 2013 and just came on down. Right. And where are you teaching? So I work at, yes, same school that I started at. It's called Devonshire Elementary. It's in Northeast Charlotte. Mm -hmm. Good for you. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And you like the winters here better? Significantly better. Yes. (laughs) Although I was a little bit disappointed that we didn't get any snow this year. I like the whole once or twice a year snow kind of thing. So that was a little bit of a letdown this year for me, but the temperatures are significantly better. Yes, they are. Absolutely. It's got to be a lot easier for you to get your run on down here than it was up there. And you, you started running in, in college, right? Yes, in college. So I was a very uh, not very active in high school at all. I didn't really play any sports. I played a little bit of tennis, but mm-hmm. wasn't really super active. And then when you get to Michigan State, the campus is huge and you kind of have to walk everywhere. So that's when I realized like, oh, fitness is a thing that I could do. Maybe I should try to <laughs> start running or doing something. And so that's that's when it all started for me. 
Well, there you go. And so you figured that you, since you were probably running late for class, you figured you might have to run to class. Exactly. When you're a freshman and you get scheduled at a class all the way across campus and it's like a 30 minute hike, you have to move a little quicker. So a little, oh, a little jog God. happened every once in a while. Yeah. Did, did, so That's when you were chaos. up in Michigan and you started running, did you get involved in any road races or were you just kind of running to stay in shape? What, what uh, kept you motivated? So actually I was very strictly an indoor runner. I thought of myself as like a treadmill runner and that was it. So I didn't really run outside at all when I was in college. Um, I, you know, would go to the gym. We had this gym called I am West, which is where everybody went. And so I would go and spend my time on the treadmill. I saw outdoor runners as like a different, different breed of people. I tried it and I was like, Oh, this is hard. I'm going to stick to the treadmill. (laughs) So I was just kind of doing it to stay in shape. And I actually still had that same philosophy for the first couple of years I was here. You know, I Mm -hmm. joined, joined planet fitness, loved the Tootsie rolls. You know, those were great. That was a nice draw to get in there. And I, you know, stuck on my (laughs) treadmill. (laughs) That was about it. Matt would love that. (laughs) Exactly. Matt would love it. And then uh, probably about like 2014, 2015 is when I started running outside and got involved in some road races and stuff around Charlotte. Do you remember your first road race? Yeah, it was actually, so I coached for Girls on the Run. So it was a Girls on the Run 5K. I did a couple of those. Yeah. And then there's a race in Chicago every year. Actually, speaking of Big Ten, it's called the Big 10K. So all the different colleges are represented. So I did that. And that was my first like big race at the time and that's when that kind of kick started for me good for you good for you and you literally have run a long way in just a few years yes this is yeah as for starting with 5ks a few years ago yeah now doing half marathons well that's the longest distance i've run up to now but definitely a a big change from my treadmill days (laughs) (laughs) what uh what half marathons have you run I've really only done one. So I did the Charlotte okay. half marathon in 2018. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was my, um, my goal after, when I started running was always to do a half. So I signed yeah, up for yeah. the Charlotte awesome. half in 2018. I intended to do it again in 2019, but, uh, injured. I had a knee injury in the process yeah. of training. Oh, so then yeah. I've kind of been battling the knee injury from there on out. So trying to yeah. get myself back into prime running shape. Ah, okay. yes. Well, how did you get your own running? That's, you know, that's one thing. But then you got involved with Girls on the Run. How did you get involved with that program? So when I started at my school, we Mm -hmm. had the program there and Mm -hmm. I wasn't involved in it the first couple of years, but I always saw them practicing and some girls that were in my class would talk about it and how much they loved it and how it made them feel confident. And they started to see themselves as runners. So I think it was my third year mm-hmm. teaching, I got involved in the coaching process and just loved it. I think it's such a good way for young girls to see themselves mm-hmm. as being able to be athletic and building that confidence of like yeah. what it means to take care of yourself. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, I coached it for a number of years uh, here as well. I'm just now it was a long time ago, but nonetheless, <laughs> the program's still making an incredible impact. And that's the important piece. It's, it's yeah. awesome to see folks that are, you know, you know, like you that are still willing to get in there and mix it up and you know, encourage those kids to be all that they can possibly be and use running as a vehicle. It's awesome. Yeah. But it's awesome. I had some really good experiences yeah. with it. Yeah. Yeah, it is cool. 
And you're not just you're not just encouraging kids. You're you know you've been an ambassador for the Novant Health Charlotte Marathon for a couple of years, and mm-hmm. this year you're, uh, you know, kicking it up a notch as a famous chef who is not a sponsor of this program used to say. I don't think I know that reference. Who's the well, chef? He's not a sponsor. I can't say. <laughs> oh, okay. No, can no unsponsored me- mentions on this program. I'll tell can you offline later. The, the initials. <laughs> Yeah, Emerald Lagasse used to say that all the time. So, yeah. <laughs> so, so tell us a little bit about uh, your role as with the ambassadors. Yeah, so I had seen through social media a few people who were ambassadors um, for the Charlotte Marathon in the past, and I always thought it looked like fun. So after I did the half in 2018, I mm-hmm. thought, you know, this is something I'll apply I'm not like a real long distance runner is how I saw myself. So I didn't know if I would even be accepted into the ambassador program, but uh, 2019, I, I came on board and it was a really, really good experience that year. Luckily I got a year under my belt before COVID hit. So I got to experience, you know, doing all the six pack races and all the ambassador events and just getting to know the running community in that sense. I wasn't really big into doing run clubs or anything like that. So I didn't see myself as super connected in the Charlotte running community. So becoming an ambassador was definitely a good way for me to expose myself to a lot of other runners and make a lot of connections that way. And it's, it's been amazing. It's, it's just such a good group of people because you have such a wide range of, you know, people that have never run farther than five miles. And then also people that have done 30 full marathons. So I've just had a really good experience getting to know all of the people and all of their stories. Is the, is, is the people part of it your, your favorite part or is there another aspect that you really enjoy? The people part is definitely my favorite part. I, I mean, the other ambassadors that I've been able to meet are just incredible and very inspiring. And, you know, they've, they've helped me learn a lot and helped me challenge myself as a runner and, you know, I've, I've hit a lot of PRs since becoming an ambassador, just because like, you'll see somebody that, you know, running in this race, like hit the bricks. I think I, I hit a PR for, I believe it was the 10 K maybe. And, you know, I just kind of ran with yeah. another ambassador and didn't even realize how fast we were running. And it's just, it's just one of those things where like, you're making connections with people and just getting to know people. And I think that that's been definitely impactful for me. That's fantastic. Um, what, uh, what, like when you when you look at the ambassador pool, we have for those of you who don't know, we have uh, eighteen or twenty people who are kind of the, the the concept is for them to be just that ambassadors, right? Using their sphere of influence to go out and, and serve as goodwill ambassadors, try to recruit people, to share the story. Um, what? What, in your opinion, what makes a good ambassador? I think the first thing is somebody who is obviously very passionate about running, but also sees sees those ways that they can bring anybody into the running community. I think that's probably the best quality in an ambassador of finding ways to approach those people that are a little bit hesitant or like, oh, I don't know if I can do a race that's that long and kind of pump them up and get them excited to try something new and make them feel comfortable because you know, I think that's one of the biggest misconceptions about what makes a runner is like, you have to be fast. Like you have to run a marathon in under four hours to be a real runner. And I think the ambassadors 
that I've worked with are very good about like, no, like my pace is not anywhere near these record blowing paces that you think of when you think of runners sometimes and making it just a more accessible community. (laughs) You're right. Accessibility. I I think is accessibility is the key to all. Yeah. And approachability. I've always found that a good uh, group of runners is like a good mullet. You know, the business (laughs) is up front, but the party's in the back. Right. I have never heard that comparison before. I'm a big fan of that. Well, <laughs> you yeah, can pretend I mean, like you if, didn't. If you Wait, can I? Do I have your permission to to start sharing that with people at events when we're trying to get people to sign up? You can. Absolutely. Parties okay. in the back. Like okay. if, if you want to race and kill yourself and throw up at the finish line, go on up. You're you're up front. Right. Mm-hmm. Good looking mm-hmm. people. Yeah. Like DC says, good looking people in the back. That's where the party <laughs> right. is. Fast people up I front, good looking people in the back. So, That's, I love that, you guys. That's uh, beautiful. Yeah. But I, and, and I've knows. done that before. I, I am typically one of the knuckleheads who gets up front and tries to hurt themselves running as fast as they can. And there were a couple of times where I agreed to run with a friend who was not as, not as fast. And so I found the back half of the pack to be much more enjoyable. I mean, people are, they're talking, they're gossiping. You learn a lot of things about people around Charlotte in the back of a race. Okay. (laughs) And they don't, (laughs) they don't run through the water stops. They stop and they'll have a cup and they'll, you know, they'll, I I worked a, a 5k split at the Chicago marathon one year. And there's a, it's right near McDonald's. Um, and there's a bank of portajohns, probably 25 portajohns long, and people are in this at, at the 5K mark. They're stopping, and they're they're like four or five deep in the portajohn line. So how's the race going for you? Everything going fine? Yeah, it's what what a great day. What not? and I'm thinking to myself, people, this is a race, and you are engaging in nonsensical conversation at a portajohn stop. You know, use the bush in somebody's front yard and get moving. Honestly, though, they're probably having the most fun. I think you're right. They are. They are. They're they're out there for the experience. And I feel like those are the people. Yeah, those are the people that do a lot more races, I think, because they're not like killing themselves to be first. So they're like, oh, I can do a race every weekend because my body doesn't hate me. So if if anyone's listening and you're like, hey, I I think I might want to check out running, but I just like I have this uncertainty about how I'll fit in because I'm too fill in the blank, whether you think you're too slow or, or too overweight or too, whatever, too good looking, too good looking, too much fun. Mm -hmm. Like there is a place for you. Yes. And uh, just find a Charlotte ambassador, Charlotte marathon ambassador. We can start with Emily. We'll get you plugged in and uh, come out to one of the, the, the runs it's uh, it's, a low bar effort they're out there just it's more about the relationship right it is it's about meeting people it's about making new connections and just having a good time i mean at the core of it that's i think why we all started running in the first place right just to have fun and enjoy it and then you know for some people it goes beyond that but for some people it doesn't and that's okay (laughs) you know what (laughs) that's okay One, one of my favorite questions to ask people is if, if 
you could try something with the guarantee that you wouldn't fail, what would it be? And for some people, it would be, I'd love to try to run a half marathon or love to try to run a 5K. And I would say this, if you jump in with one of the ambassadors or one of the local training groups, I personally guarantee you will not fail. I, I just, I've never seen anyone fail who said, you know, I'm going to jump in and I'm going to get some mm -hmm. good support, That's some true. good training, some good advice, and I'm going to have fun. I'm just going to do things. They, they finish and you know what? They become another Tim or another Emily or another DC, whatever those, you know, whatever those are. And they're okay with that. And so, you know, it's, it's a half marathon today and maybe it's a marathon next year. Yeah. I think finding somebody, just a, an accountability partner for whatever your goal is, I think is the best thing you can do for yourself. And even if it's, you know, what you consider to be a, a low bar that you're setting for yourself, start there and work your way up. It's a bar, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. So uh, you're, you're heading up the, the ambassadors this year, kind of taking the lead role. Do you have mm -hmm. anything in store for the ambassadors? Any new ideas that you want to introduce? Well, I mean, I'm excited for this year just because it's it's pretty much the same group that we had on board last year. And then yeah, obviously yeah. last year, we didn't really get to do a lot with this group. So I know that everyone or most people have had a year yeah. of thinking about all the things that they might like to try. So I know we have mm -hmm. a lot of good ideas in store. I mean, I think we're taking a little bit of a different approach this year in Sometimes we've had teams in the past where certain ambassadors will try to work with certain groups of people or certain run clubs and things like that. And we're taking a more individual approach this year, which I think will be good because, you know, I think every ambassador brings their own set of connections and their own set of ideas of how they would like to get the word out there. So I'm honestly really excited to see how that goes, to see how we can use these people to make individual connections and kind of pull in the groups of people that they already know. I know we want to, we're going to try to get out to some races soon. A lot of us are yep. working with some run clubs. So trying to bring in right. people, hopefully safely in a safe way mm -hmm. to some run clubs to start making yeah. connections that way. But I'm really excited. Yeah. And we're well, excited we about are, November as well. Yeah, yeah for sure. All, all signs are, are pointing to a li live event. We're, we're really excited about that. Um, We've talked to some of our medical contacts over at uh, Novant Health, and they have said, hey, everything, everything's headed in the right direction, and it shouldn't be too much longer before we're, we're full speed ahead and kind of back to, back to what normal would be. So I'm excited. Amazing. You know, November, November gives us a good enough time frame to get that all ramped up and, and get going. And, you know, we're working hard trying to make sure that the, the experience for people is, is unmatched. And uh, we really want people to have fun. We want to make it a great celebration. We missed people last year, um, but, uh, but we're excited about this year. Yeah, I think I think everyone's done a great job with virtual races, but I know everyone is really itching to get back out there in person. It's just you, you know, it's a whole different experience. Uh, yeah. So I know there's a there's a lot of fingers crossed for November right now. Yeah, believe absolutely. it. We really appreciate you coming on and spending some time with us, Emily, and look forward to your leadership with the ambassadors. Thank you guys for having me. This was great. Yeah. This was really fun. How, you betcha. How do people get a hold of you if, if they're interested in, uh, like, say, hey, 
I might want to check this out, but uh, I, I'm not just going to show up first. I'm going to try to call and get some questions answered. How would people get a hold of you? Probably the best way just initially would be through Instagram if they want to yep. send me a direct message. Uh, my Instagram handle is E period rich 12. So you can find me that way. And that I would be happy to talk to anybody who's interested in running any sort of distance and kind of help them find a space where they can get involved with some other runners and get that support that they're looking for. Emily, thanks so much. Thank you guys. Have a good day. Bye-bye. All right. right. Enjoy your spring break movie marathon too. Thank you so much. I will. I, we're we're going to start with Forrest Gump and we'll go from there. Okay. There Sounds go. good. Thanks, right. Emily. Bye, guys. The Running Around Charlotte podcast is presented by the Novon Health Charlotte Marathon. One day, five events with a race day distance for every goal and pace. Registration for the November 16th Novant Health Charlotte Marathon, Half Marathon, Relay, 5K, and One Mile events is available now at runcharlotte.com. Running Around Charlotte with your host, Tim Rhodes and Jeffrey Cooper, is produced in partnership with Well Run Media and Marketing. Listen for new episodes of Running Around Charlotte, released every week.